Well, well, well. I'm we back. Join us. <laughs> Thought I could get rid of you, but here we are. <laughs> I was busy just checking the door to see if the Steam Deck arrived. So, <laughs> yeah. Thought I heard the door, but I had to leave real quick. I can't miss it. <laughs> The adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old and a nine-year-old. Girls, summer of beers. Summer of beers. (laughs) It's like the Dumb and Dumber (laughs) mock-ing. Some. Mer. (laughs) above beers we got this wow but summer of beers continues we uh have had some really great suggestions come on in anybody who has a suggestion for us to pick up roll it over to at new dad gaming or newdadgaming.com we'd love to see what beers we can pick up that you other gaming dads are drinking myself this week it's a little bit tangentially related to gaming so we got dead and dead rogue interesting right <laughs> so dead now dead and dead is the name of the beer rogue is the company but okay gaming rogue thought it was a little bit related i did like it for that our brewers and distillers teamed up to show off the best of both worlds by aging dead guy ale and dead guy whiskey barrels <laughs> wow like, now to be clear when i first read it that was a bit off-putting but dead guy whiskey is a brand of whiskey yes so it's not just like this is where this is the whiskey barrel yeah we dispose dead bodies of it <laughs> <laughs> that would, that, you know, see, that's more of a Halloween type of brew. Right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so Dead and Dead complements the flavor profile of our classic Dead Guy Ale with the oak, vanilla, and fruit notes from the whiskey barrels. Uh, it's 9%. My alcoholic torment continues this summer. Like it's, every beer I've been tasting is yeah. at least 9%. You're getting up double, double digits or at least close to. You just reckon I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm going to go with a real light seltzer or something next <laughs> yeah. week because it's just like so heavy but this is delicious so it is dark it is thick like it does have all those kind of wood um oak barrel notes from a sort of whiskey thing so it it would remind you of innocent gun if you've ever had that beer okay yeah beer soaked in eight um oak barrels as well so delicious it's really tasty so it's kind of nice to see that when they're trying to do something finicky or funny like this as far as oak aging and combining different um versions of like two different ales like there are two different types of spirits like this this thing actually works out tastes great really liking it dead and dead rogue nice for a gaming dad and for a gaming podcast so check her out what are you looking at this week jeff i'm looking at flying monkeys the mutants are revolting (laughs) that's such a great which is a great name actually a futurama episode name so it's kind of a cool i don't know if there's a connection there or not but Mm -hmm. i looked at it and like hey i know that name um, but this is out of Berrien, Ontario, so it's pretty local. But mm. um, if I just read the description here, which is hilarious, it's like, from the depths of the fermenters arise hop mutant golems and pure alpha acids. We've all seen it before. Alligators of enormous size in the sewers, little turtles who grow to talk and fight crime, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers, and now hop mutants from the barrage of IPAs <laughs> that code our lives. This is amazing. I love the copy. That's God, man, they have such fun with it. That's a, it's the one thing about flying monkeys where it's it, any beer they have is just absolute hop city. Yes. you got to be ready for it. But the fun that they have with their brands and their flavors and everything else is just a bl- 
a blast. Now on flavors, like how is it tasting for you? Oh, if you do not like tropical flavors, do not come near this beer because it's like biting into like anything you can think of, like a pineapple, mango, uh, whatever, like smorgasbord of melon tropical taste is all in this can. And I I like it as a one-off kind of thing. It really like Mm. you do not get those pasties with with this beer. This is like Mm. it will suck your lips back because it's so like that sour tropical citrus taste yeah well they call it the crushable ipa so i'll say that like with pineapple and mango like you've piqued my interest because i I certainly love a bit more fruit in my beer during the summer ones so i'll have to check that out yeah it's good flying monkeys mutants are revolting (laughs) crushable (laughs) ipa gosh it's just fun to say this is it's like a video game name right it's just it's just fun Nice segue because video games and kids gaming during the summer update. So last week we had the conversation, heard from a couple gaming dads. Thanks for reaching out on our Twitter and uh, website. But it was the battle between kids having free time, kids finally being off from school, you know, let them be kids, let them have some fun. How much gaming do you let them have? Right. Right. And I'd kind of laid out a strategy where it's we are they're gonna have a bit of there's gonna be a time limit, and then we're gonna to, to encourage them to continue learning during the summer months, if they, if he produces a bit of homework like read, reads a French book and does some math he can earn extra time. It is paying off, man. Is it? In spades. Nice. It was. It has been fantastic so far. So he he is opting into it every night where he's like throughout the day he knows to. Okay, I can only play so much. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to play anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, can, can I read the French book now? I want to read. I want to do my homework. I want to read the French book and do the math so I can go play this game. <laughs> Give you doing calculus and trigonometry by the end of the oh. summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it, it, just, it feels like. He he feels like he's getting one over on us. Right. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I just have to read this French book and I'm going to get gaming. And we're in the back of like, yeah. sucker, you're reading. You're reading, sucker. <laughs> you're learning. <laughs> so it's been awesome so really excited like it the i like that he's enthused about it too like he's made that connection and it might be something we build upon in the school year okay we don't we don't do a lot of gaming during the week um with the kids it's more of a weekend thing during school year but i mean if if this is kind of if it helps with his appetite to learn as long as it's also progress i mean if he's just like treading water and not really retaining anything fine but if it's actually helping with the learning if we can sneak in an extra 30 minute game time like so be it right why not i'm glad it's going well though because my kids just got out today and they've already asked for a later bedtime so day one hey. first minute <laughs> did they wait until least they got home did they wait till the next day like how how what was the like arrival from home was it just Oh, all bets are off. It was basically coming in the door. Hey, so it's summer hours, right? Like summer hours, (laughs) like a business. Like just we're open later, right? The sun's up, so we we get to do stuff, right? So that was a request right away. Did not waste time. Kick down the door. All right, so ice cream. Going to bed really late. (laughs) Six hours of video games, right? Summer works for everyone, right? I'm out of your hair. You know, I get my little gaming time in. So summer 101. Love to see. Anyway, so. Yeah, keep those gaming stories coming in. It was really cool to hear from uh, some gaming dads. So if you're having your own issues or luck or different strategies you've worked out for how to keep kids reasonably on track and keep those gaming hours to something parents would approve of, 
reach out to us, newdadgaming.com at newdadgaming. I like surprises, Jeff. I, I like surprises, do. and yeah. apparently you have one for us. I am on pins and needles. Yeah, so this is something that I thought that I could share live on the air and get Trevor's reaction, but I will say, you know, what game is on deck? What would oh, be... Oh, you got... No. <laughs> no way. What would be next on deck in the show? So mm. I went to Steam and pre-ordered a Steam Deck. <laughs> a new dad did it. A new dad first. No. Someone bought the billet. It's been it has been a whole couple of months since one of us bought a console. That's right. Like it's we Steam Deck. That's crazy. They're the we're the worst for each other. We're just like, hey, why don't we? You know, why don't you buy it? Why don't you buy it? Like, and we just work off that energy. So, oh my word. Yeah. So this is one that um, again, I'm not totally committing to to it in the end. Like you put down that deposit and then they email you saying, hey, it's ready. And maybe at that time I'll switch my mind, but this was just something yeah. like Jeff, Jeff. Hold on, who on earth are you kidding? I know, right? In what, like, in what universe are you possibly it, not accepted? It, unless you're broadcasting the next episode in a box, like it's just, <laughs> there's no way, there's no way you're canceling your Steam Deck purchase. No, we can write it off in this show, so it's fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's something that I've looked at for a while. I think we both looked at it. It looks enticing. Yeah. It looks like something that would just... I love the Switch and how the mobile portability of that works. And I bought a lot of games. Mm -hmm. We talked last week on how the Switch is just a good form factor to for me to play as a dad. Um, when the TV's taken or you know the kids are out or, or whatever, it's just something that I can take with me and have that experience, which is great. Mm -hmm. Why not up that experience? <laughs> And have the premium version. <laughs> oh my word! That so. is, oh, that's stunning. That's so fantastic. I, I want to know the. I'm so curious to see what the experience is like as a dad with two gaming sons. Yeah. Who are gonna want to get their like little mitts all over it? So and just and just how it enables you. So like Jeff's secret gaming sessions in the closet. <laughs> Jeff's secret gaming <laughs> sessions outside. Yeah. Jeff's in the car waiting for soccer practice to finish with a Steam Deck. Well, I kind of want to like write it off to them like, oh yeah, you remember I was talking about the Game Gear? That's just one of these. It's really old. Don't look at it. <laughs> look how big it is. <laughs> you don't even know. It doesn't... No, that that's not Elden Ring on there. No, no, no. It's not. It's like Sonic. Don't worry about it. I was gonna, well, I was going to say, if you really want to fool them, you just bring up some GBA ROM. Yeah. Or yeah. A Game Gear ROM, even better. Well, Look at these graphics. So chunky. Part of this, too, is the emulation capability. And I'm mm. just saying, you know, Wind Waker is there for me. I'm not saying that... Finally, you did it. Yeah, right? So, <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of options. It looks great. What are, that's a great question. Like, what... Gaming Dad, finally getting a Steam Deck. Like, what are you actually, like, the most interested in? It's it, 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 it's almost on the... Basically, it's on the way to your house. Like, it's close. <laughs> shipping, right? Basically, Gabe Newell is in so, his car driving it yeah. over. Yeah. So you, you pull the trigger and you hit the button. Like, what are you enticed the most about playing? Like, what are you excited to play on this thing? Well, it, it actually stemmed from a couple weeks ago when I was playing with uh, my kids uh, mm -hmm. through Steam, one of our games, and I saw mm -hmm. the library of stuff that I don't play anymore and would love to... <laughs> like I, I own what? <laughs> I own everything. Like, there's a lot of games there. And we talk about backlog, but, like, I never count my steam library and i don't know why yeah. it just sits there off in a corner saying play me but i never look at it because it's too much 
Um, but I saw all those games. I'm like, you know what? This would be just fun to play, like Half-Life, just jumping into Half-Life. And then I was looking at the sales. Like now it's the Steam Summer Sale. I'm like, you know what? I could buy those games that are, you know, $80 on PlayStation and limited to their digital store. Or I could get it on this, play it mobile and have it, you know, accessible to me. So it's kind of like that nostalgia factor of what I already have. And then the new games that kind of go on sale a little bit quicker on PC format, right? And I mm. used to be a PC gamer and I kind of like had kids and the gaming for PC went away and I got into work. So that's kind of like that lost part of me. I hope to gain that back, right? This is just filling a hole, Trevor. That's all it is. The void. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the, man, the, the dipping into i'm not so far away from you I'm, I'm not i'm definitely not getting the system i have a gaming pc right i don't use it as much now because my work pc is or my work computer is now a mac but i've attend every so often i'll bring out the pc uh, for some other piece of work and i think about that it's just the the amount of games that this thing is a portal into yeah like the, the absurd steam library that i have it's like my own game pass basically except it's some stuff yeah. that i've actually bought in years past right right so like the, the stuff you could just like rip through from that old stuff like it and i'm not so far away so the thought that like you have you have this hardware that enables you and almost like prompts you to finally revisit some of these old games that you kind of forgot about yeah yeah i think that's like that's a big selling point for this uh, machine just for gaming dads and i talked about emulation before and mm -hmm. i don't think valve appreciate that that it's out there but it's doable and there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that can happen with this machine and customize it right so i think there's just a lot of options it's like the switch was a gateway into this machine right like this is like oh this could be this could do it so much better like nintendo's great they have their own games in space but like this just takes it to that next level where it just opens doors and it will get me gaming a lot more and pro probably like expand my library even more. I don't know. Like, we'll see. Hmm. I don't know. I have to get it in my hands first. It's, it's going to be fun watching you, how you handle Steam Summer Sale now <laughs> with the knowledge. It's like, it's like, well, this is only five bucks and I got the Steam Deck coming. Right. Time to, time to spend. That's right. You're going to have a massive summer. That's crazy. Yeah. That was big. Okay, that is a huge surprise. I was like, I was okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little scared you were gonna say you're pregnant again. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> like, the way you, the way oh. you said to introduce it, it's oh. like it, it's not a, it's not a zero chance. Right. <laughs> what he's about to say. Is There's like, always a threat. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, I was like, wow, that's that is some news. Player four. <laughs> Man, it, no, no hitting the reset button, Trevor. That is it. I'm done. Yeah. Oh, so, well, fascinating, man. You got to keep us posted. The, yeah, I will. So, same type of thing. If any gaming dads have dipped in and purchased the Steam Deck and have some early reviews or recommendations for Jeff on his pending update, if he takes it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Who knows? I'm not sure. Then uh, do reach out to us at NewDadGaming, NewDadGaming.com. So, a game you could consider picking up for that would be Fortnite, and the reason you might want to do that is the new it seems to be a different game okay because us coming from Fortnite, you and i are not big players in it we had one match where we famously finished second yeah and, right remember the new dads uh teamed up we almost won <laughs> we almost did 
And we gave up and never tried again. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead on top. We almost made it. But I will say to any gaming dad out there listening, probably when I say Fortnite, the first thing you're thinking is much the same that I am. Okay, 14-year-olds, amazing at this game, building ridiculous structures within a minute, dying, and, like not knowing where I'm going, then I die. Then I have to wait like 10 minutes to get back in. Right. Right. Like there's just is this, just, even within gamer culture too. Right, you just mentioned Fortnite and, and a not insignificant segment just like ugh, like roll their eyes, like cast it off, right? Yeah. But what? Yeah. <laughs> but what got it into me is a um, a read an article from a journalist named uh, Danielle Riendo, who I followed before. She used to be on the um, Idle Thumbs podcast. And very good, like very interesting podcaster and um, journalist. Beside, besides, she got back into Fortnite, and she would oh. very. I would, I would put her in the category of very much being a non, like a Fortnite hater is the wrong word because she just came by her reviews honestly, but disliked Fortnite. Okay, much like maybe you consider you and I would be, not even. I don't, you don't. I don't. You and I don't hate it. It's just it's not our cup of tea. Right. Okay, I finally <laughs> summarized that well. She's very much in that same camp, but she releases this wonderful article about it where she's totally in a summer of Fortnite. The new wow. season is called Chill, just Fortnite Chill. And she says, you know, the, the game is still there. And what I expected when I opened it up was to be the same maniac teenage boy nonsense building, you know, <laughs> immediate death silliness. But instead, there's these side quests, and there's kind of like some silly stories, and there's activities to do, and then there's concerts, and people team up, and there's all this fun, silly, interesting, enjoyable stuff. And it was kind of remarkable to me just to kind of get this glowing review from somebody I know that has had the same type of experience that we had had that says, I'm really into this game. Yeah. This thing has evolved. It's becoming interesting. Like, Have you caught any you know whispers on the wind about like these new seasons now or like what's your uh kind of perception of this game at this point honestly you know when you fall behind in something and it's so difficult to figure out (laughs) where they're at i feel like fortnite just took off and they have all these seasons and all these great things going on but i don't know at what point it it kind of circled back and became something totally different right like Hmm. so I see it out in the wild there, but I I never keep tabs on it. But we're watching footage now, and man, it tur- it turned really colorful. And there's <laughs> jet skiing now and stuff like crazy things that um, does pique my interest to get back in and just see what this. It's almost like a theme park now, right? It's just like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. You can participate, and it's less mm-hmm. less about the original, you know, build walls and shoot everybody. I'm sure that's still there but it just seems like a different vibe. It's not so much about the yeah, the teenage deathmatch sort of thing. It, it seemed to have given away to, and you and I were talking about this before the show started. It, it just largely, my feeling would be, it feels like they've kind of come back to more casual players. Yeah. Not, not back to, that's the wrong word, but they, they're trying to entice casual players. Like people like you and I would, wouldn't play it normally, right? If right. it was the same, ex, same, same crazy competitive experience that it was. And instead now they just seem to be embracing this. Like, no, let's just create something where a lot of people can have a lot of fun. Yeah. Lean into the silliness, lean into the irreverency of it all. And let's create some experiences for people who aren't going to be able to have that twitch finger build the skyscraper kill 30 noobs type of thing. And instead just have 
some crazy big fun stuff. Like, let's expand. Let's go nuts. Let's take all of the billions we rake in every month and see what we can do to build a game for everybody. Yeah. Right? So that, it, it's almost like just trying to court the... I feel like it's just trying to court everyone who would push it aside. Said so like, no, no, come come back and, and have some fun. Yeah, and it's it seems like one of those games where like every idea is on the table, right? Like nice, it, yeah. It doesn't look like they throw anything away. They or they just incorporate it down down the line. And I think that's part of its charm. Is charm the right word? I don't know. It just yeah. seems like yeah, yeah. its unique ability to kind of just throw anything out there and just have fun right and i think Mm -hmm. we do lose that a little bit in gaming um was just a sense of fun like not everything has to link together not everything has to have some sort of crazy arc or connection it can just be hilarious fun um but they do have to be careful about like they don't want to alienate their hardcore side like i don't want to say that they're gonna stray too far but it's nice that they're trying to include different audiences right like at the same time like mobile mobile game like any gamer like hashtag hardcore gamer right <laughs> would poo poo mobile gaming in its entirety right it's like oh my like aunt plays uh, farmville on facebook meh or whatever else it is right but that, that industry rakes in such absurd so obscene amounts of money right and like the pro scene it's like a couple thousand guys who are very good at guys and girls who are very good at it yeah so, you know what i mean like as for as much as there is somebody who wants to be the best of the best and challenge it, there's a lot of more people who grew up with gaming who just want to have a good time. I think so. Yeah, right? I think that's a good, good way to summarize it, right? Like just, you know, they're trying to appeal for a wider scope of gamers there, and you know that other hardcore side of it is always going to be a part of it. Um, but there's a space for that. I think they could do both. It's basically just like the core gameplay is difficult to master and very precise like if you're going to be the best of the best yeah you have to dedicate practice like you got to have the skills but for no the rest time. of us you gotta like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my kids all summer they're like i really want to be a Fortnite champion you need to let me have all these hours of screen time and they're gonna have a business case i'll wait for the powerpoint but for what the rest of us it's darth vader <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, yes, yeah, so I'm gonna say like I I downloaded it to the PS4 of all things. Just wanted to Look at make you. use of my my system on loan here to give it a shot. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna dive in. I'm, I'm curious to give it a, a play a few times this week and see. I don't want to say if it hooks me or not, but if just like what it's like to uh, could can can someone who kind of bounced off of it and its seriousness and its difficulty. I bounced off of it hard. Can it capture me again? Would this be a game that maybe I'd want to play a bit more? I mean, as we watch Indiana Jones, Spider-Man, and Darth Vader all in the same clip, uh, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Like, yeah. <laughs> a, there's a lot. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna see how they like slowly bring me in. Right. Right. So, so if anybody wants to read the same article that I, it, it's a very, it's a short read. It's on Fanbyte. Uh, F-A-N-B-Y-T-E by Danielle Riendo. She's a excellent uh, reporter. Uh, titled, I'm glad Fortnite is so chill in 2022. Okay. So it, it's an interesting read because, again, it's just people who bounced off. It's like, I'm surprisingly liking this now. <laughs> yeah. Now, bouncing off, surprisingly liking it now, that sounds a lot like Magicka 2, the game, which I'd seen before, which had a wild 
difficulty curve, but it's something that you and your son apparently are getting into. Yeah, this is one of those games that we bounced off years ago. It uh, was part of PS Plus at some point, but you can get it pretty cheap. And it's just something that was far too complicated or it was far too different from other systems out there. So Magicka 2 is basically, I don't want to say Diablo, but it's Diablo style. Um, I don't think there's any classes or anything, but you're a mage or wizard with spells. And the way that your spells work is that they're all elements and you have to combine them on the fly to create either a defensive uh, or a weapon or like some sort of like potion or health generation and a few years ago that was way too much for my probably (laughs) six seven year old and but i we came back to it uh they're nine now and it has been a blast this is just (laughs) a fun system and it does take good i think it took us 15 20 minutes to really understand what was going on that Mm -hmm. being said we did we did skip the prologue but (laughs) It's like not Classic. reading the instructions. You're like, no, 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 let's just get into the game. <laughs> <laughs> let's just play. Right? But like we got in there. We just started experimenting, having fun. Uh, we, Again, the, the whole system is different from just like mashing buttons. You have to make these combinations out of, I think, four or five total elements. And they all mix together to make different crazy things. And we, we were just discovering new things. Like, so the system is wide open and you can do a lot with it. Like you could put ice and water together and make an ice wall, or you can put, you know, water and poison together and you make a poison spray that you're spraying at enemies, right? Like it's just, <laughs> it's just nuts. And there was lots of laughs that hasn't happened in a while with a game kind of like this, right? It was just like a hilarious fun. It's totally not styled that way. Like there mm. is, there's blood, like you throw a rock at a person, there's, there's going to be a blood trail. Um, so it is violent that way. Um, but again, lots of laughing, <laughs> which is funny <laughs> to say after that. Um, but it was just something that uh, it hit the spot. And it just took a couple of years to get back and like to leave it and then come back to. And it's just kind of a, a fun thing to look at where, you know, those games that you might not have liked a couple of years ago, maybe give them another shot. Maybe it's that time where you can really sit down and, and learn it. But this is fun. There is friendly fire in it, though, and you can't turn that mm. off. So that That's could a be a sticking bad. point for <laughs> yeah. kids. Just saying. Yeah, for dad and son, uh, dad or, and kid game time, that could be a little bit contentious. but Yeah. Siblings are more like like the sibling oh, thing. Would be... Just be like, why would you kill me? Now you can resurrect any time. Like, there's no lives, especially on that difficulty we're playing. You can resurrect infinite amount. Um, but it is hilarious and... And it's a pretty good game. I would I would suggest just looking at it and testing it out. I believe there's a demo in a lot of systems, so hmm. just trying it out. Good recommendation. Yeah, I remember the writing being very sharp, like yes. legitimately funny, like well written. Yeah, and then that's such a fascinating game loop compared to unique. I've never seen anything like it. Like it's about one of the most unique kind of fighting things I've ever seen put together. So. Yeah. It's it's good to hear that you the two of you have gotten into it. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's it's different, and we'll see how long this lasts. Again, we're on like this Diablo kick where we're like finding anything and everything kind of fits into that realm. So we're trying out a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever is not Diablo Immortal at this point. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You know you know where that game's gonna work great. Where what? 
on a, on a Steam Deck. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's going to look real nice on a Steam Deck. I'm just saying. There you go. <laughs> so it's all worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll wrap it up there for the week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. If you like the show, you can find us on all the major podcasting networks. So we're talking iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just search for New Dad Gaming. If you do find us on there, what really helps the show is we try to cast out a wider net to as many gaming dads as possible. We're just trying to help people sell Steam Decks, really. Like really, we are. <laughs> we're, we're just supporting the console industry. One <laughs> one dad purchase at a time. So, but re, uh, can't really overstate it, the amount that it helps the show if you subscribe to the show on those platforms, but also if you leave a rating. That really helps boost the signal, gets us gets the word out to any other gaming dads who are listening. If you do want to get a hold of us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, interacting with fans have been one of the best experiences the last couple of years. You can find us on Twitter at NewDadGaming or NewDadGaming.com. If you have game recommendations for Jeff and his shiny new Steam Deck That's right. on route. If you have beer picks for our summer of beer, we'd love to hear from that. If you have a gaming strategy with your kids for these difficult summer months, Love to hear that too. We just really love interacting. So newdadgaming.com at newdadgaming. Everyone, thank you so much for listening once again. This is New Dad Gaming. And until next week, my name is Trevor and I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old, a nine-year-old, and maybe a Steam Deck. (laughs) Maybe. 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 I swear, in what universe, in what universe are you going to turn it down when it says it's on its way unless unless you push this button? Uh, but never. There's no universe. There's no multiverse that would have a Jeff that would be like, eh. <laughs> You know what? No. I'm going to no. put this in an RRSP instead. That's right. I'm going to top up my 401k like an adult. No. The world is burning. Let's have fun in it. Dad, Papa, why can't I go to school? <laughs> Well, son. <laughs> well, Steam Jack Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And remember, just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. <laughs> <laughs>